Hello everybody! How's it going? Adrian here from the Gaming Observer, and hey, it's another daily news update. Wednesday, November the 4th. I hope you are doing extremely well. Let's talk about some video games. Uh, first things first, I actually want to talk about player toxicity in online multiplayer games, and you'll see why. Uh, today, they had a patent filing that was found, uh, created by Amazon in December 2017, and it was approved last month. And basically what this patent is, is a collection of systems and methods for matchmaking, online matchmaking, based on player behavior rather than skill, right? Most matchmaking is based on how good you are at the game. This is saying, hey, how are you behaving in the game? So here's a collection of quotes from GI.biz that'll explain it quite well, quote, Players' enjoyment may depend heavily based on behaviors of other users with which they are paired, such as the proclivity of other players to use profanity or engage in other undesirable behaviors. Players who do engage in such behaviors may be labeled as toxic. One mechanism for dealing with such players is to isolate all toxic players into a separate player pool, such that one toxic player is paired only with other toxic players." End quote. They go on to admit that the term toxic can be used in different contexts, and thus their systems would also allow players to select preferences for what the individual finds acceptable. Now, this might sound really interesting, right? Putting a bunch of toxic people into their own pool might just be a great idea, but in my opinion, it's not. Because not only does it do nothing to actually stop toxic players from continuing to be toxic, but it also tells those players no problem, we'll just put you with different people. These aren't behaviors that we should be encouraging. Let's contrast this, then, with the Activision Blizzard model, which actually uses machine learning to improve their verification system of user reports that allows them to issue penalties quicker. J. Allen Brack actually talked about it today. He said that this has resulted in an overall decrease of toxicity and a decrease of reoffenders. And the reason why it's working is not just because we're ignoring the problem or we're filtering people out, but because they have actual systems in place that discourage users from doing toxic things and penalize them for it. So who knows, maybe the patent is meant to be used in combination with other things, because certainly it's never a simple solution, it's gonna take a lot of work, and if we really want to eliminate toxicity from games, uh, it's, it's gonna take a major shift in community culture and company messaging and how much the people in power actually tolerate it. But I did want to talk about it today because I think it's very important I think that gaming should be a place where everybody feels comfortable, nobody's discriminated against, and ultimately I think more people are going to play video games if it is a safe place to do so. And that's always a good thing. Okay, so unfortunately, Friday the 13th, the video game is going to be getting its final patch, and the developers are shutting down its dedicated servers later this month. They're still going to have peer-to-peer matchmaking, private servers, uh, they'll still have player progression, all of their online features. Most of it is staying. They're just taking away the servers they have to pay for. Uh, the, you know, the game has had a pretty rough go of it. If you don't know, this is an asymmetrical multiplayer horror game. They had to compete with Dead by Daylight, which was extremely popular. And they also had a bunch of technical issues and bugs. So a lot of people flocked to Dead by Daylight. And then there was rights issues eventually. Friday the 13th as a whole had this whole copyright litigation thing. And then that ended up stopping them from creating any future content. Despite all of that, they did end up having a pretty solid community, but obviously the devs have hit some kind of limit here. So best of luck to that team. Okay, and the last thing that I want to wrap us up with here is to just talk about uh, game events that are happening. 
The first one is happening this upcoming Saturday, and it is the original voice cast of the first Mass Effect that is going to be reuniting. That's November 7th to celebrate N7 Day. That's a Mass Effect thing. And they've basically got it set up as a panel. Many people are suspecting that there's going to be something more with this, some kind of announcement, uh, possibly, you know, since it's a reunion, maybe some kind of remaster that's been rumored for a very long time. Uh, So feel free to go watch that or keep your ear out this upcoming Saturday. And then if you're also interested in BlizzCon, that is now confirmed to be returning as a fully digital event on February 19th, 2021, and it's going to be completely free. So while there's usually like a, you know, price tag on it, uh, you can... Watch it all, no cost. So that's very fun. Otherwise, folks, that is going to wrap us up for today. Thank you so much for joining me. Uh, I am going to be back with the news tomorrow, as always. And I'd also like to give a big thank you to 123Mishmaster for leaving me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. It's greatly appreciated and very helpful. My friends, that'll do it for today. Until next time, happy gaming, everyone. Hello, hello, my friends. Uh, I hope you're doing well, and if you are in the States, I hope you're doing especially well. I'm not going to lie to you, it's it's hard to do much without thinking about the, the U.S. elections. And, I mean, I don't even live there, I'm in Canada, but they are our neighbors to the south. And, you know, at the, as I'm recording this, it is literally 7 p.m. on the dot, uh, Eastern Standard Time, which is right when the polls close on some of those states. So depending on the time that you're listening to this, there might already be a result that I don't know about as of this recording. So my fingers are crossed for you folks. But hey, let's not uh, let's not linger on that. It's important to talk about important issues, but we don't need to linger. Anyway, yeah, I felt bad about the uh, Friday the 13th crew. They, they had a... I mean, the, the litigation, the lawsuit that happened with Friday the 13th, that must really suck. You know, you, you finally get your hands on this really cool IP... Everybody knows about it, tons of brand recognition, and then a really unique concept, right? This asynchronous horror thing. And then Dead by Daylight comes around. And then, oh, wait a second, we can't actually make anything for the game anymore because we're going to get sued if we do. That's not good. I always had my eye on this because uh, there was this group of YouTubers when I was younger called The Creatures. If you're younger, then you probably don't know about them, Uh, but you might know some of the names. There was uh, Uberhaxer Nova who eventually went on to do Cow Chop with Alex. I think th- I think he's probably the biggest one out of everyone to come out of that. Anyway, the creatures were just like a collection of pretty young YouTubers in the YouTube heyday of 2009 to 2012. Oh, Gassy Mexican, he's really popular. He was a part of it at some point. And uh, eventually they were like, you know, moving into the same house together. And then that eventually became an office that they had together. And then the group just kind of fell apart at a certain point. But they had such a strong fan base, and they were so entertaining. And now that I look back on it, they were pretty immature. You know, they, they cater to a, a younger audience, and I was a younger audience at the time. But I always had a fondness for them. And uh, kind of the leader of the group, his name was uh, Jordan, I think, Matthewson, otherwise known as Kutra. He eventually went on to become uh, the lead designer at Ilphonic who are the developers of Friday the 13th. So while I never played the game, and, you know, I don't think I ever really heard from Kutra all that much, I just knew that he was there and doing his thing. So anyway, uh, I think that's gonna do it, actually. It's pretty nice. I'm, uh, tonight I'm playing with my best friend, playing some Halo, uh, which is something that we haven't done in 
many, many months. Probably, uh, probably a year or something like that now. It's been a long time. So I'm off to do that. Folks, thanks so much for tuning in. And uh, I'll tell you about my Halo experience tomorrow. Until then, farewell.